Hey now, ladies and gentlemen, hey now, it is over the line, the longest election night episode in history, that is right, it is still election night, I know it's November 4th, but it's still technically 24 hours later, it is election night, and here we are, I I had somebody ask me, or somebody made the statement, I, I was conversating with somebody in the comments on a Facebook post. And they said, I don't, I don't know how you guys do it, referring to radio people, or in my case, podcast people. And I thought to myself, I don't really know either. I, I, don't, I don't know, because I, I, I look back at the campaign, the work and the effort that... that I think people put in, and not just me or radio people, but, you know, the people on TV, people in campaign trails, it takes a lot out of you. And and I've never really, I've never really put that together until over these past 24 hours, really just till today. And I realized <laughs> the level of, of, of stress and anxiety that it puts on you. Now, don't get me wrong, and I'm going to explain this uh, throughout this podcast. I, I am still confident, and I think everybody, because I've been getting a lot of negativity from a lot of people telling me, hey, our goose is cooked. It's over. It's done. And I'm telling them, I'm like, hey, just keep the faith, man. How, how many times over the past four years have you watched Trump pull out a win when he looked to dead to rights? Almost every time, right? So just just hold the line, keep the faith. But it does take a lot out of you, and I'm I'm starting to realize that. Even with the confidence I have, and the way I see this going, I can feel <laughs> you can feel my chest tightening up, and you know I'm I'm obviously running on almost no sleep from being up all night, keeping up with this. The stress, really the stress of, of, of doing this podcast, because I'm in this weird spot. For those of you that follow us on Facebook, if you don't, over the line on Facebook. We did a a live a Facebook live video this morning because I, I'm in this weird spot where I know if I do the podcast in this form and we post it on YouTube, six hours later, it may be irrelevant. You know, the the... And that's the case for most of them, since we're kind of a newsy podcast. But at the same time, this stuff was moving so quick over the past 24 hours that it was like, man, if I just put something on, on YouTube, it may not even be worth watching, you know, just a few hours from now. So we held off on that. But finally, we decided to pull the trigger and do this video for you and and kind of give you some insight on where we currently stand now. What I'm going to show you in this video is not going to change as we go down the road in the days and maybe even weeks of this thing getting getting dragged out. It's actually going to be very important within this process what I'm going to show you. But there will be more things added that are not going to be in this video because I can't predict the future. I'm, I'm not that good just yet. But where we currently sit at, Depending on when you're watching this video, I want to 
uh, give you some insight. So let's move over here. I'm going to be, let's move over here to the big board, the, the over the line big board. And I wonder, can we zoom in on this? How does this work? Hold on. I'm, I'm using, it's not going to work. I'm using one of these uh, pads on the on the laptop. I don't actually have a mouse. I do, but I don't have enough plugs to plug it up. So if you look closely, turn your phone sideways, and you can see this better. Here's what we're at. Here, here's what the AP is saying. Now, if you go with Fox News, which I think has uh, done a terrible job in covering this election, they've got Joe Biden even higher. They've got Joe Biden at 260... What do they currently have him at? They've got him at 264, okay? The AP has got him at 248. Fox News has got Joe Biden in a position where all he's got to do is win one more state. They went And how they came to that is they went ahead and gave him Michigan, which is 16 electoral votes, as you see there. So let's say, let's say Michigan has gone for Joe Biden. Now... Michigan is 1.2%. There's a 1.2% difference in, uh, I'm sorry, 1.3% difference between Donald Trump and Joe Biden. Joe Biden having that lead. So that would be outside the realm of a recount, which is what they're going to be doing in in Wisconsin, where you have a point, uh, what is this, 0.6, or is it 0.5? A point five, a half percent of a difference in Wisconsin. They're going to be doing a recount there. So let's say Michigan's gone for Joe Biden. What do you got left that hasn't been called? Well, you've got Georgia, where Trump is leading 50 to 48. You got North Carolina, where Trump is leading Joe Biden 50 to 48 as well. You've got Pennsylvania, which there's no reason Pennsylvania should not have been called already. And then you go over here, and you've got Nevada. Nevada, if Joe Biden takes Michigan, and, and this is all this is all hypothetical. If Joe Biden got to 270 tonight, it's not really going to matter because we've got, again, a long road ahead, whether that be in the form of court battles or whatever. But if Joe Biden has Michigan, Nevada would put him over the top and that is a tight race within a half a percent nevada came out and said they were going to wait until tomorrow because uh they wanted to get it right or what i don't even know what the reasoning is none, none of this makes sense first of all everything is wacky but nevada said we're going to go home we're going to come back tomorrow and then we'll give you our results well then a tweet came out uh, from, I guess, the officials in Nevada, and they were like, well, due to public interest and everybody wanting to know what our vote turned out to be, we're going to go ahead and come on back in and start counting again. What? What, <laughs> what is going on? So so Nevada's up in the air. Nevada's going to be a very important one, especially if Joe Biden has Michigan and, and, and Trump gets Georgia, North Carolina, and Pennsylvania. Nevada's going to be the one, but... Maybe not, because in Arizona, where they have 84% reporting, Joe Biden is up 51%, Donald Trump has 47 But for some reason, the Trump team continues 
to say they have some extreme confidence in what's going on in Arizona. Now, your major news networks, and we'll say Fox News for the most part, that's probably who I've spent a majority of my time watching, but I've been back and forth. Fox News, which which has been very brash with calling states and, and being the first one to call them for whatever reason, um, they say Arizona's a done deal. When you watch Fox News and you hear them say that, don't buy it. Because the confidence coming out of the Trump campaign should tell you something. They are very, very confident about that, and their tone has not changed whatsoever. So we will see, and I won't go into the breakdown of the counties and stuff, frankly, because I don't, I don't want to confuse you or myself. But just know, Arizona is not a done deal as most networks are claiming it is. Same with, with Michigan as of right now. So that's where we currently sit on this vote count. Fox News saying 260, what did I say, 264 to 214. Donald Trump went from 213 today to 214 with one electoral vote from Maine. Maine being one of the two states that actually splits their electoral votes, Nebraska being the other one. Trump got one of one of those from Maine. They've got four total. So that's where we currently sit. Now, just before I started this podcast, they held a press conference in Philadelphia, Pennsylvania, about the shadiness going on there. Now, again, Trump is in the lead, 51-47, but the poll watchers that showed up in Philadelphia to watch the people count the votes, to make sure there's no shady business going on, they would not let them in from the Trump team. They would not let the Trump people watch the votes be counted to make sure there's no shady business going on. And that's all they can do, okay? So, so when, when you hear about poll watchers, these are not people that actively get to go in there and, and put their hands on anything, much less ballots. They just get to stand there and watch and make sure nobody's doing anything nefarious. By law, they have to allow them in there from both campaigns. Well, they took the Trump poll watchers and they posted them up 30, 40 feet away, 30, 40 yards away even, and told them they had to watch from there. Well, it's obvious they can't see anything from there. So ultimately, what happened was the Trump poll watchers were denied the ability to watch. Now, why would that be? If everything's on the up and up in Philadelphia, why why would they not allow them to stand there? Why would they be so adamant about putting them on the other side of some fence where they're they're doing this counting? That's because a city like Philadelphia has been run by Democrats for decades, had every intention leading up to this election to swing it for Democrats. And they knew they were in trouble and that it was going to take them cheating in this election to be able to get this vote to Joe Biden. That lead, because of that, is going to shrink. And that's why Rudy Giuliani, Eric Trump, Corey Lewandowski, and Pam Bondi held a press conference just moments ago. They're letting people know, hey, we're filing suit. We're taking action because as the day goes on, we're getting more and more evidence of some major voter fraud. Now, what we're seeing here 
is voter fraud on a level that I don't think any of us could have predicted. Granted, myself, my colleagues in radio, we've all talked about how mail-in voting is ripe for voter fraud. We all knew that. You guys knew that. I personally, I'm not going to speak for anybody else, but personally for me, I underestimated the ability or the, the, the brazenness of the left to take advantage of this mail-in voting and commit as much voter fraud as we're seeing here because it is absolutely astounding. Now, if there's some good news from this, is that anybody less than Donald Trump would not be fighting this because in the past, voter fraud has happened election after election after election. You remember, uh, I don't remember if it was 2008 or 2012, there were uh, Black Panthers, members of the Black Panthers standing outside of polling places in, in, in Philadelphia with nightsticks, intimidating voters, basically sending the message without even saying anything, hey, we're going to beat the crap out of you if you don't go in here and vote for Barack Obama. This kind of stuff's been going on. The difference between then and now, then Republicans accepted it as just the way of life in part of the elections. Yeah, they would try to fight it along the way and keep it from happening, but at the end of the day, they were too scared to fight it once the election was over. Those days are over. When it comes to Donald Trump and the Trump team, they're not going to roll over. This is not the old Republican Party that just took it on the chin and had no spine and refused to stand up for those that supported them. It's a new day, and you're going to see a fight. I guarantee you. That's why everybody is freaking out. You negative Nancy's out there, just chill. We're going to be all right. We got a long way to go. There's no there's no need to be smashing the panic button right now whatsoever. So hold your horses. But the point of that, I wanted to show you the, the, the map as it currently sets and kind of give you an idea of what everybody else is, um, is reporting. Most people go by the AP and so they're a little more cautious about calling states than, than say, Fox News is for whatever reason. I, I think Fox News is going to suffer a backlash from, from their reporting. And I don't think it's everybody there. I think there's some good people at that station. But their approach to this election was a little much. A little much for the people that literally, you know, pay their bills by watching their channel. Nonetheless, here we go. Let's go over to Donald Trump's Twitter feed and see what he's been saying over the past few minutes and few hours. As you see here, he has been deemed three times by Twitter. They are putting official sources may not have called the race when this was tweeted. They're putting warning labels on the president's tweets. This one, this tweet says, Some or all of the content shared in this tweet as disputed, is disputed and might be misleading about election or other civic, or, or other civic process. Now, here's the thing. 
if we're worried about misinformation about voting or the election, the purpose of being worried about that information getting out is it could sway somebody's vote. That's been the basis of Russian interference this, these past four years. Well, voting's over. So why is Twitter still slapping labels and hiding Trump's tweet? So you have to go over here and you got to click view to see what the president actually said. He said, last night I was leading, often solidly, in many key states, in almost all instances, Democrat-run and controlled. Then one by one, they started to magically disappear as surprise ballot dumps were counted. Very strange, and the pollsters got it completely and historically wrong. There is nothing false about the tweet. Everything, everything about that tweet is factual, yet Twitter is uh, marking it. He notices that, if you see right here. He says, what is this all about, and retweets it. Again, you have to click view to see the tweet. Uh, but that's Twitter really suppressing freedom of speech at the highest level. He goes on to retweet this. This is a point that needs to be made. There was the, the, these dumps that he's talking about is in the middle of the night in Michigan, three, two, three, four o'clock in the morning, all of a sudden, 100,000 or more ballots show up, right? And once that happens, you look at the numbers here. We started off Donald Trump with 2.2 million votes. Joe Biden's got 1.9 million votes. Then the dump happens in the dead of night. Donald Trump still setting at that same exact number, 2.2 million. Joe Biden magically jumps up to 2.1 million votes. So judging by the math, out of those 130,000 ballots that showed up in the dead of night, 100% of them went for Joe Biden. You mean to tell me, in a country where the, 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 the sitting president has as much support as he does, that you drop off 130 legal ballots, and every single one of those ballots voted for Joe Biden? Huh. That's strange. That's an odd one. You go on, Trump says they are finding Biden votes all over the place in Pennsylvania, Wisconsin, and Michigan. So bad for our country. Five hours ago, they are working hard to make up the 500,000 vote advantage in Pennsylvania disappear. ASAP, likewise, Michigan and others, which is exactly what has happened since then. He says, wow, it looks like Michigan has now found the ballots necessary to keep a wonderful young man, John James, out of the U.S. Senate. What a terrible thing is happening. And then he goes on to say, four hours ago, we are winning Pennsylvania big. But the Pennsylvania Secretary of State just announced that there are millions of ballots left to be counted. It's weird how that works. And then his last tweet an hour ago, we have claimed for uh, electoral vote purposes, the Commonwealth of Pennsylvania, which won't allow legal observers, the state of Georgia and the state of North Carolina, each one of which has a big Trump lead. Additionally, we'll hereby claim, uh, we hereby claim the state of Michigan. In fact, going to the next one, he says, in fact, there was a large number of secretly dumped ballots as has already been widely 
reported all true, all factual. We're watching the greatest voter fraud scheme in American history. The biggest one. We may, this is this is third world country type of stuff. This is the stuff we see in Turkey. This is the stuff we see in Russia, in Ukraine. This is not normal for democracy like America. We don't do this kind of thing. We don't conduct ourselves this way. We don't keep our democracy or our republic alive by allowing this kind of thing to happen. Going back to the 130,000 Michigan votes that were dumped in the dead of night, look at this one. Same thing in Wisconsin. The total, pres- the total presidential votes for each party so far, with 89% of Wisconsin's expected vote count as of 6.23 a.m. on November 4th. Now, keep in mind, Wisconsin has been called for Joe Biden. They've already given it to him. Now, this was this morning, right before 6 a.m., November 3rd. Polls are closing right around this time. The count's coming in. It's going up. Donald Trump outpacing Biden. Oh, Donald Trump's going to win this bad boy. And then wait, all of a sudden at 5 a.m., Joe Biden's line just shoots up straight up. Not, not gradually goes up. It shoots straight up and surpasses Trump's line. Weird. Weird, right? Do you think... Do you think if, if, if this kind of stuff was happening in Republican-controlled areas in red states that have been run by Republicans for decades, do you think the left would look at that and be like, oh, that's just how it goes? Don't give us that. Don't, we're not going to accuse you of voter fraud because that's, that obviously couldn't be possible. No, they would lose their ever-loving mind. Their first accusation would be Russia, obviously. But there's no way they would let Republicans get away with this. The Democrats, over the past four years, one of the things that that doesn't get talked about enough uh, as far as the Donald Trump accomplishment goes is how he has exposed the left for who they really are. We know they were nasty. We know they were dirty. We knew... We knew they had bad intentions for this country. But we didn't realize how evil they were until Donald Trump got on the scene. And once Donald Trump entered the picture, it's almost as if you're dealing with a vampire and you pulled out a cross and shoved across a crucifix in the vampire's face. And they go nuts. This is what we have here. They have shown us through Supreme Court nominations, through Senate elections in very red states like Alabama with Doug Jones and and um, Roy Moore, through the, the money that they pump into places like South Carolina. Fortunately, Lindsey Graham retained his seat, but they pumped in more money than any Senate candidate has ever uh, 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 ever received for his opponent coming from all over the country, these people are evil. 
absolutely evil, and Trump has exposed that. And because of that, we know how likely it is that there is massive voter fraud going on. The narrative from the left leading up to this election is there's no examples, there's no proof of widespread voter fraud. That's, they, they get to say that over and over, uncontested. Nobody pushes back on them. There's no evidence of widespread voter fraud. There's none. There never has been. There's always been evidence. And if you can find a little bit of voter fraud, how much more do you think is out there that you're not catching? If we're finding this much voter fraud right now for this election, how much more is out there that we're not catching? So let's go through what we do know as of right now. Y'all ready for this? This is going to be exciting. This was leading up to the election. So this right here, this, is, this doesn't even have to do with a, what, we've, what we've learned on election day. This is in the days and weeks leading up. James O'Keefe, a CEO of Project Veritas, what an amazing, amazing organization he runs. He's exposed corrupt groups like Acorn, like Planned Parenthood. He's done plenty of projects to expose some really bad things going on in our country. And he's been, the, the left has made it their goal to discredit this guy and really make him disappear. He receives death threats on a regular basis, but he does not get enough credit for the work he does. Leading up to this election, he was hopping around all over the country and sending in spies into these organizations that were committing massive uh, massive amounts of voter fraud whether that is coercing old people into voting for the person they didn't want to vote for or physically changing ballots but he found it what little he found out of the entire massive voter fraud videoed it got it on video even tries to go to the people afterward to let them know hey we've got you on video doing this do you got anything you want to say about it it's all there. It's the definitive proof. It's undeniable. So get a little bit of this right here. This is from, uh, this is sometime last month he released this one. And uh, the, the, the video will be self-explanatory. And hopefully those of you that are listening to the audio version can, uh, can make out what they're saying here. Yeah. These Republicans want to help Biden too? Yeah, that's what I'm doing. That's exactly oh, what excellent. I'm getting paid to do. My people are undercover mm -hmm. because some of them are Republicans, some of them are Democrats. Mm -hmm. So some of my Republicans are precinct chairs that cannot be known because they could get kicked out, but they want to help the Biden. For the entire team that I'm looking at, I'm looking at 55000 So $55,000 for 5000 most confident eager Biden. That's right. Cash. Cash. So I have a state rep, I have a senator right now. I'm talking in my pocket. State rep, senator, commissioner, judges. I respect you, you're gonna owe me. Okay, just remember what I'm doing. For She's you. okay with that. Yeah, who is it? Got Pete in the pocket. Like model right now. So he was paying me 5,000 a month, and now he's paying me 8,000 a month. So you have to pay you 700 cash right. just to take care of that. You take care of it. Everybody else would have paid me three. 
she didn't have it. She just got okay. screwed. Right. Instead of three thousand, you got seven hundred. So what does she owe me? Favors? Does she do produce? So it's not bad right. to have a chief judge. I've got three uh, Democrats, uh, three Republicans. You're talking between five to eight dollars per vote. I'm just letting you know, so mm -hmm. you have an idea. And I'm going to bring thirty-five hundred to the to the plate. Okay. Countywide. Mm -hmm. So I know what I'm bringing to the plate countywide. So that's like. $28,000. So those three judges that I'm mm -hmm. talking about, and that's Renee Yanta, Nicole Garza, right? They're paying me $3,500, me $3,500, mm -hmm. to make sure that their name is on the ballot. So roughly for the city council race for 21, we're looking. He's going to get five and I'm going to get seven. So 56, hold on. Plus. That's 14, and that's 10. That's like 71,000. 71,000, and how do you want it? Cash. Untraceable cash she wants it in. <laughs> Make sure you give her cash, cash money. She's hustling, I'll give her that. And keep in mind, those are those are on, on local election judgeships. Even uh, there's some videos out there, Project Veritas puts out that are related to Senate races, congressional races, and this is going on on a much larger, much more coordinated scale with this current election that we're dealing with, with the presidential election. And, and But by the way, it's easy to completely forget that we have congressional and Senate races all within this as well that could be just as affected because, you know, if, if, you're, if you're throwing out Trump ballots— you're also throwing out ballots that likely voted for Republican congressmen and women and Republican senators. But that's another story for another time. We've got bigger fish to fry right now. But if you go through and you look, let me switch the screen real quick. You see uh, James O'Keefe, he's constantly posting information about what they're doing here. Now, one of the big ones today has been, and I'll tell you what, there's actually, if you'll go back, if you're on YouTube or Spotify or Apple Podcasts, you can find them all. There's another video, and it's titled Voter Fraud Something, and I didn't look to see what it was called, but we play another Project Veritas video that was showing in Minnesota them harvesting ballots as well. Now, this lady here that you just you just watched she was exchanging gifts, giving gifts to elderly people in order to get them to change their vote and vote for the other person. And they're even on camera saying, well, I actually wanted to vote for this guy. She's like, yeah, but look at this scarf. Look at this shawl I got you. Oh, yeah. And then next thing you know, they're voting for somebody they didn't want to vote for. It's completely illegal. And it's going on all over the place. So follow James O'Keefe if you can. There is plenty of content on there to go through as far as voter fraud is concerned. But what we're looking at right now, and this is thanks to a lot of different factors I'll talk about after the video. We're seeing stuff happen in real time. Less than 24 hours, we're seeing the vote be suppressed by Democrat-run cities. Okay? You know how important voter suppression is to the left, how, how important of an issue it is. 
they never there's never really voter suppression their idea of voter suppression is requiring people to provide an id in order to vote and really that's even loose in most cases you can go to a voting place without your id and and they've got options about how you can still vote but they do that because they want to seem like they're the champions of stopping voter suppression because they're the ones doing it themselves so when you accuse them of it they can say that's ridiculous i've been fighting against voter suppression for years well, don't you actually have it? And we're catching you red-handed. This is a video. I don't know who this was put together by, uh, but it was sent to me today. And it starts off with Nancy Pelosi making a shocking comment three months ago that you probably saw but didn't think much of. That Trump will lose this election. He doesn't know it yet, but he will lose this election. It then goes into one particular polling place that was forcing Trump voters to mark their ballots with a Sharpie instead of a ballpoint pen. Now, why is that important? Because when you mark your ballot with a Sharpie, it bleeds through, and once you put it in the machine, the machine does not accept the ballot. Your ballot is basically compromised. The ballot is no longer good because you didn't use a regular pen. It's much like, you know, taking a test at school or whatever. They say you got to use a certain pen or whatever the case. So these ballots are not being counted. And at polling places, they're tricking people into doing that and they don't even realize their votes are not counting. And this is all caught on video and people that are actually experiencing this in real time they're on this video. This starts off with Nancy Pelosi talking about Trump. Not, he's not going to win the White House, not going to win re-election, even though he doesn't know it yet. It's very eerie. Check this out. Whether he knows it yet or not, he will be leaving. Uh, just because he might not want to move out of the White House doesn't mean we won't have an inauguration ceremony to inaugurate a duly elected president of the United States. Mm. So explain one more time. So the people that were in front of me, there were two people in front of me that used the Sharpie. Yes. That was given to them by the poll workers. Yes. It did not read their ballot. Okay. And they flooded in there twice. I used the pen. Yep. Took their Sharpie and threw it away. And it read your ballot. And it read my ballot. And it read your ballot. And it read my ballot. So what they're doing is they're telling people to use the Sharpies. That way, those votes aren't counted. Yes. That's exactly what's happening. So there was other people that were in there voting with with their pens and... They literally went around and they were yanking pens out of their hands. Yes, they tried to do that to me. And I took their Sharpie and I hid it because then they said, look for all the Sharpies that are not being used and take the Sharpies back. They had a bowl of pens behind them that they were not giving to people and only giving Sharpies out. There we go. So the ones with the Sharpies are not being read at all. No. No. None of those None of those ballots are being read. Of course not. So that's and so they're doing it because they're trying to skew all of the votes in yeah, there. And they that's exactly and they what's going on. Even slide it more than one time, they immediately took it and slid it in the front, like not even tried a second time. They just that's correct. Oh, yeah. Ran it through yeah, and slid it in the front, and I was like, Wait a "That's second. what they did with yours." Yep. And I just went with the sharpie and voted Trump, and uh, she just slid it in, and that was it. But I, I. But they're not counting. They're not counting the ones with the sharpies, and so, so they're forcing people to use the sharpies, and those votes aren't being counted. That's what's going on. 
Right. And then I posted it on my Facebook group chat in my neighborhood. They said they did it at the Queen Creek Library. They did it at ASU Polytech earlier. That like four different polling places were doing sharpies all in like between Queen Creek and like the edge of Gilmer. Yep. And and those ones are not being counted. Yeah. They're invalid. Yeah. I mean, yes. like I have proof. So they're invalidating votes is what they're doing. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Like I just that's how I feel the picture about okay. it. And then like, there was a guy that directly came out and yelled at me. Three times. He, they both came out Oh no, they they called the sheriffs and said that and, and told us to stop handing out the ballpoint pens. In which case, those are the only ones that are actually being yeah, counted and validated. I, I used your pen and then I yeah. back to you and I and said, this is somebody. Yes, works. yes. And so, so we know that and we've been telling them, you yeah. need to use a ballpoint pen, yeah. not the Sharpie. And now those are getting invalidated. Yeah. So people are coming here to vote for Donald Trump and those votes are all getting invalidated. That's what's going on. There we go. That's all we need. Perfect. Well, she doesn't think that's what you Welcome to the new America, people. That's what... Again, I, I don't know who put this video together, but just ignore all these graphics in between. <laughs> but you see it right there. And then Donald Trump, they're flashing the Donald Trump tweets up on the screen because Trump is watching this stuff. This is not lost on him. The one good thing about him using Twitter is that he sees all this stuff going down in real time and he's not afraid to call it out. There you see the charts we showed you. These Republicans want to help Biden too? Yeah, that's what I'm doing. That's exactly oh, what I'm getting paid to do. My people are undercover mm-hmm. because some of them are Republicans, some of them are Democrats. So some of my Republicans are precinct chairs that cannot be known because they could get kicked out, but they want to help the Biden. For the entire team that I'm looking at, I'm looking at 55000 So $55,000 for 5000 most confident eager Biden. That's right. At the Broward County facility in Florida. I'm not here to vote, but I uh, just wanted to know if uh, how it's going with the fraud, the ballot. Now, this is back to a, a James O'Keefe Project Veritas video. And it just showed a clip of the, the recent video we just sh- showed you. Now, James O'Keefe himself is here in Broward County, Florida, and he is going to talk to the election officials about what they're doing as far as trying to stop voter fraud or even what they're seeing amongst this election process as far as, you know, how how fair is this election process? Oh, I have no answer to that, so let me get somebody to answer that. Thank question. you. Who are you? I'm James O'Keefe with Project Veritas. Oh, how are you? Nice to see you. Yeah. How are you doing? May I come in? Yeah. Thank you. Right. Have you heard of us? Yes, I was. Oh. Are you a fan? I'm a supervisor of elections. I can't say fan. I'm completely neutral. We're just checking out to see if there's any fraud in the elections. We've detected a bunch of voter registration fraud. We turned it into the authorities and they haven't done Spondola. The Florida authorities or the feds? Both. Any mail-in fraud or voter mail-in fraud? It's very difficult to scam these systems on the voting side. On the voter registration side, the system is very vulnerable because the nitwit legislature has a system where everybody operates on the honor system. And so you could say, that you're a citizen of the United States when you're a citizen of China and nobody would challenge you. We found a ballot yesterday at the canvassing board. Some clown in New Jersey, mm-hmm. who is a registered voter both in New Jersey and mm-hmm. in Florida, 
which is very common, mm -hmm. shouldn't be, but it is, asked for a vote-by-mail ballot. Vote and we sent, we sent him a vote-by-mail ballot. Apparently, he also asked for a vote-by-mail ballot from his county in New Jersey. And when he sent his vote-by-mail envelope, to Florida, he put his New Jersey ballot in it. So is that a DA or, or a uh, attorney general of the state? Local prosecutor. Local, and do you find that they actually do anything? No, it's you know, local prosecutors tend to be most animated by homicide, crime against the person. If everything operates by the law, it should be good for conservatives. Except for what's important for the president here is that's 207,000 Republican votes. We should be five points ahead. There you go. That's uh, White House doesn't feel like moving and has to be fumigated out of there because the presidency is the presidency. It's not geography or location. There's Nancy Pelosi giving you a heads up. He, and here's the thing. Democrats have this 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 habit of telling you what they're going to do before they do it. They, to, outside of the political part of it, they're very transparent on their shady stuff. And you've heard me say time and time again how easy they are to predict. It's because they give themselves away. They are transparent in that sense. They don't they don't try anything different. They just do the same things over and over. And sometimes, as we see in this election, they ramp up their efforts. In this case, we're seeing voter fraud on a scale that we've never seen before. And it's all hinged on mail-in voting that everybody used to agree was ripe for voter fraud. I mean, really, by the, by the Democrats' own words, it's ripe for voter fraud. Otherwise, why were they demanding so much money for the Postal Service? They said, oh, we got to fund the Postal Service. They're not going to be ready for the election. Well, if they're not ready, then we probably shouldn't be doing that. Everybody's going to Walmart. Everybody's going shopping. Some of y'all are going to the movies, to the park, everywhere else. Nobody is staying in their house anymore. And there is no reason that yesterday, November 3rd, people shouldn't have gone out and voted in person. If that's the case, if people do vote in person, Democrats can't commit voter fraud on this scale. That's why I vote by mail was so important for them. But now that you've seen all of that, let's go back and take a look at something Joe Biden just said two or three weeks ago. Now, I think when I first saw this, my thought was, it looks bad, but it's taken out of context because it's easy to take Joe out of context because he doesn't even know how to speak. But listen to the words Joe Biden says and compare it to what we just saw in this election. Secondly, we're in a situation where we have put together, and you guys did, did it for our administration, the President Obama's administration before this. We have put together, I think, the most extensive and inclusive voter fraud organization in the history of American politics. The most 
prevalent, the most inclusive voter fraud program in existence. The biggest one of all times, Joe Biden says. Now, what I think he means by that is that we've put together an organization to stop voter fraud, which is their definition of voter fraud, which really isn't voter fraud. But what he says is eerie, knowing what we know now. Knowing that massive amounts of voter fraud has been committed in the most important election of our lifetime. And Joe Biden said it straight to your face. Whether it was a fraudulent slip or he meant to say it, it's right there in front of you. Don't let anybody tell you that widespread voter fraud isn't happening. Everybody stay calm. Cool your head. It's going to be all right. Donald Trump has been fighting for you for four years. He's not going to stop fighting now. Trust that this guy knows what he's doing and he can pull off yet another miracle. We'll be back with another podcast soon. Until then, see you, Cole.